1: With your host, high performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two,
0: one. Welcome to another episode of Success Hackers. This is Scott Hansen, high performance business coach, best selling author, speaker, and of course, Podcast host right here on Success Hackers. It's on Success Hackers that we are all about empowering you, our entrepreneurial audience, to take your business to entirely new heights. We do that by interviewing some of the most talented and successful entrepreneurs on the planet and then having them share their success strategies and hacks with us so then, in turn we can take those strategies and apply those in our own businesses. For all you loyal Hacker Nation listeners, you know I love you guys. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to the show, spreading the word on social media about Success Hackers and subscribing to the show. It's because of you, Success Hackers continues to hit amazing milestones and impacting and empowering individuals and entrepreneurs all over the world just like you. So again, thank you so much. If for whatever crazy region you haven't subscribed to the show yet, Make sure to do that now so you don't miss any new episodes on Success Hackers. All you have to do is go to successhackers.net and then click subscribe. If you haven't yet listened to the last show, make sure to check it out because we had a lot of fun with Hall of Fame speaker and former president of the National Speakers Association, Mr. Shep Hyken. Shep talked about three key strategies on how to give amazing customer experiences with all your customers so that they continue to do business with you. Make sure to check out my interview with Shep. All right, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. We're about to chat with someone who's a former NFL football player who now empowers entrepreneurs to become better versions of themselves and better leaders in their business. Today our featured guest is Mr. Jason Carthon. Jason, are you ready to rock?
1: Hey, it's game time, brother. Let's do this All thing.
0: right. Known as the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthon is a former professional football player for the New England Patriots and a highly sought-after international speaker in the areas of leadership, motivation, and identifying your purpose in life. He has delivered his own unique brand of inspiration, passion, and practical ideas to people in over 1,000 audiences worldwide. He is the founder of Speak Life University, which provides business and leadership development programs for anyone interested in increasing their capacity to influence others positively through exceptional leadership. His fourth highly acclaimed anticipated book, Destiny-Focused Leadership, details the key behavioral traits of successful leaders that want to live and leave a legacy for their followers. Jason, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you on the show. Oh,
1: thanks, Scott. Like I said, man, I've been looking forward to this and uh, really want to impact your listeners in a
0: positive way. Uh, I, I appreciate that. That's great. So, Jason... We uh, we've never had a former NFL player on Success Hackers, so right off the bat, man, what was the best part of being an NFL player?
1: Oh man, Scott. Well, really the camaraderie, you know, having the opportunity to really band together with the rest of the guys and go to battle every week. I mean, I've never been able to replace that sort of feeling, uh, Mm. not even in the workplace or speaking in front of 20,000 people for a keynote. I mean, it's just, it's totally different than I was going to battle, man.
0: So give us some dirt. Who is the worst player to be around? (laughs)
1: Well, I I can't give you all the dirt, but there were some challenging guys, man. There were some guys that, you know, you wonder, did they ever grow up? (laughs) Was it one of those things where they transitioned into the National Football League and and they really could get paid to hit people and it wouldn't be an issue? It was a few guys like that. I love
0: it. My man Jason here is taking the high road is what he
1: said. (laughs) There you go.
0: (laughs) All right, Jason, I gave Hacker Nation a brief description of who you are, but would love for you to share a little bit more about you and your business.
1: Yeah, well very briefly, um after I transitioned from the National Football League, I wanted to be intentional about serving people and the best way to do that was to become equipped myself. So, I went back to school, uh went to Harvard, then after Harvard got a PhD uh at Regent University and really became intensely focused on making sure people grew in their leadership abilities and then also in their business acumen. So, Really, that's been my focus for the last, really, two decades. Mm -hmm. You know, I also have some philanthropic things that I do through my own foundation with young people, and providing scholarships and things like that. But I think at the end of the day, I know what my purpose and calling is in life, and it's really to help people and be very intentional with it. And we've been able to impact and provide value to some of the largest companies in the world, FedEx, Cleveland Clinic, Chick-fil-A Corporation. Uh, I mean, it's just been... It's been great to be able to impact them in a positive way.
0: I think sometimes people have this visual in their minds, Jason, of who or what leadership is. They think of leaders maybe as heads of states or countries, the Oprah Winfrey's or the, you know, the Steve Jobs of the world or the Richard Branson's Fortune 500 CEOs. But how would you define leadership and what can someone do to start becoming a leader wherever they're at in whatever area of life or business they're at?
1: Oh, wow. That's a great question. Well, let me back up to go forward. I think to your point, anyone can be a leader. You know, I mean, it's not relegated to, you know, uh, Branson or some of these larger, uh, CEOs of companies, really a mom, a, a young person in schools. Uh, they all can be leaders, but they essentially need the tool to the second part of your question. They need to be able to influence someone towards a desired goal or outcome in a very positive way. You know, that's the essence. Of really being a leader you know and I think the more people understand that then they can begin to put tools in their toolbox to be successful uh, on becoming a leader so being very intentional uh, making sure that you're influencing someone towards a desired goal or outcome and then immediately trying to build a foundation of what your leadership philosophy is I, I think many people decide well hey i want to lead something whether it's a committee or a PTA or something like that but they don't always have the tools so they sort of haphazardly go at it and i think we all need you know very effective tools if we're going to lead anyone tools like uh, communication tools like leading and loving people uh being very intentional with that those are all things that people can do immediately to increase their leadership capacities, uh, becoming more emotionally intelligent, things like that. But really, going back to your initial point, you know, you have to understand that anyone can be a leader. As long as they have someone following them or someone trying to determine something from what they're contributing, then you are a leader. Uh, at that point
0: and hacker nation make sure to stay all the way to the end because we're actually going to go a little bit deeper with some success hacks about how you can actually take wherever you're at whatever you're doing in what area of your business you're in and really stepping up your leadership quotient we call it um and i love how you put that you know you said it a few times to become intentional which i love and i agree with you that anybody at any phase of their life just simply has to be number one aware that's what you talked about to realize that they can become a leader Here and now, no matter what they do, it's an awareness, it's a shift in their mindset. And I also agree with you that you talked about leadership is influence. That's what it is, right? So how can leaders actually increase follower buy-in while maximizing follower productivity?
1: Yeah. Well, one of the big things, Scott, and that's a great question. I, I think when people understand that they need to be more emotionally intelligent, you know, and it's a little bit of what you've already described. You need to be self-aware, uh, but you also need to be able to self-regulate. And what I mean by that, OK, if you want a follower to buy in, then that leader has to be able to self-regulate, which means they're watching uh, that follower, they're trying to glean a, a better understanding of what they may need in order to be successful and ultimately reach a, a very high level of productivity. So I'll give you an example. If you have a follower that just showed up and and their eyes are bloodshot red and they're, they're really having a very emotional moment, that's not the time to be dictatorial and say, hey, I need you to do this. You better do that. If you're emotionally intelligent and you're self-regulating, you're going to look at this person and go, hey. Let me engage in a little bit of empathy and understand where you are. You know, and it's in that moment, Scott, that they're able to say, hey, this guy or this woman cared enough about me to ask about me, and that will unlock a certain level of motivation in that follower, and they'll remember that and right out the gate, you have more buy-in, you have a value-added interaction interaction. And ultimately productivity is going to increase if you have that leader who's very intentional and self aware and self regulating to be able to help followers to reach their goals. Hopefully that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I love how you phrased it, which is know the situation, right? Yes. There's a time and a place to sort of scream or get on your, your high horse, if you will, and tell, tell, tell. But there's also a time from a leader standpoint. To have some emotional capacity to realize, let's assess the situation, specifically the person in front of me. And maybe it's not, maybe now is not the right time to talk to them about what they didn't do right. Maybe the time is to take a step back, like I said, assess the situation and ask them a question to say, hey, what's happening in your life where you don't seem to be sort of operating at your highest level? Is anything going on? And to your point, maybe there's a whole nother world that needed to be opened up for that specific time for that person to become unlocked to reach their greatest potential.
1: That's right. That's right. Now, you put it very eloquently, but I think at the end of the day, it can get ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Very interesting. When I go into these huge corporations or these small nonprofits or even these churches, you know, it's one of those things that, that person has to be very mature. That leader has to be grounded in probably a lot of failures first and then some victories. And then they understand that it's the subtle nuances of leadership that really has to uh, take place in order for followers to buy in and ultimately be productive. And that's why, like we said at the top of the show, I mean, you have to be so intentional (laughs) with growing in your leadership capacities. This is not a game. I mean, it's a long-term thing and, And leaders that really pour into themselves first uh, and then pour into their followers, I mean, they can just do some amazing things. But it takes
0: maturity. Jason, we love our aha moments here on Success Hackers. You obviously started off your career in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Then you got hurt. and Then you had a decision to make as far as what's next in the life of Jason Carthon. Was there an aha or a light bulb moment that you knew that speaking on stage and doing coaching and workshops around leadership – wasn't just a hobby or a cool, fun thing to do, but you can just bridge the gap and actually create a viable, successful business around your purpose, around your passion. Do you remember that exact moment when you looked back and said, oh my God, I can actually feed my family by doing something that I'm passionate about?
1: When I was standing on stage in Boston, Massachusetts, I was doing a .A D.A.R.E. program speech, and it was just great. You know, I mean, this drug abuse resistance education, really, that was my first opportunity to talk to young people about choices in life. And I realized that this is so important. You know, I mean, just my being here to share something. And and really at the time I was a novice, Scott. I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have an opening and closing or anything. <laughs> I was just getting up there and talking from the heart. But I began to realize there's a certain level of gravity that's associated with one, my platform at the time and even now uh, with impacting people. And I think for me I realized that there has to be a call to action where people understand that just because i'm standing in front of you today now is your moment now is your time to do something different if i have not served you accurately and effectively, then I haven't given you a a call to action. So I do want to serve you effectively. So I'm going to challenge you today to do something different and really change whatever it is in your life. You plug in the blank, whatever it may be. But that was my moment. That was my aha, you know, for the success success hackers out there that Mm -hmm. I really understood that by offering a call to action and changing your behavior after having met me, engaged me and heard me, then I've done what I needed to do. And I've continued to build upon that over the years now.
0: And I would imagine, as an aside, the light bulb or aha moment was when you actually got that first check, to to speak.
1: You know, I've done it. And that's so funny you bring that (laughs) up. You know, when we talk about purpose, I tell people all the time and I do assessments. I I do all the psychological pieces that help people to understand their purpose and move forward. But I tell people all the time, if you're operating in your purpose, you don't necessarily need to make money from that. You're energized by actually doing it and having that moment to do it. But now I also tell people through Speak Like university that, you know, you want to be paid uh, for the value that you add because it, it doesn't have to be an either or proposition. It can be a both and proposition. You know, and what I mean by that is that You can essentially do what you love, but also get paid to do it. But it goes back to what you talked about at the very beginning of the show, Scott. You have to be intentional about developing and growing in your craft and making sure that you're going to add value. No one wants to go to an engagement or keynote where you're just going to have a person up there talking. But there's no call to action. There's no value that's been added. When you can find value and operate in your purpose, it's a beautiful thing.
0: If someone's out there, if they're in a position where maybe they're just getting started or they want to learn more about speaking or leadership and they they attend the Rotary Club and they get asked to speak for free and then they go to their local chamber and they get asked to speak, obviously you've been doing this for a long time. And you remember back in the day when you know in the beginning you had to have a, a business or a career, something that was feeding your family while you were building up your speaking business around everything you're passionate about. What's a quick bridge you can suggest to someone that wants to follow your footsteps? They want to teach leadership. They want to follow their passion around impacting and empowering people, but they don't know how exactly to get paid doing that other than these free speeches. I know we can probably talk about this for the next two hours, but is there maybe one bridge that you can share right off the bat with our Hacker Nation community on? What do they need to do either from a mindset standpoint or from an actual numbers, and dollar standpoint to build a bridge so they can start making money speaking on behalf of what they love to speak about.
1: Sure, sure. I mean, that's great. Well, a couple of things. You know, uh, just for the show here, I mean, we certainly can share just one nugget. I mean, well, two. Uh, right out the gate.
0: Share away, Jason. Share it, it's, away.
1: it's good for you to do the rotaries. I've done those. It's good to do the chambers. I've done several of those. But at the end of the day, those organizations essentially cannot pay you what mm-hmm. you're Okay. I mean, that's just, it is what it is. But the reason why I did those, Scott, was to create a certain groundswell of interest. Okay. Who is this guy? You know, what is he about? Okay. So the first thing is switching that mindset, what you alluded to. I mean, you're not going to get paid $20,000 right out the gate. It typically, it doesn't work that way. I had to work my way up to that. So I, I think at the end of the day, you have to change the mindset know that you're going to grind. You have to grind. I got to throw that out there because when you are in your alone time, you know, you have to remember that I'm sharpening my sword every day. I'm trying to get better, whether that's uh, speaking in front of a mirror, whether it's uh, doing recordings, whether it's uh, providing free content. So it changes your mindset. You need to be very humble, uh, really hold on to humility and understand that I am a work in progress. So that first thing is that mindset. Do those free speaking engagements. Get in front of people, hand out your cards, and do exceptionally well. We don't take those moments because they're free to just kind of be lazy about it. I mean, we're still exceptional. Uh, we want to wow the crowd and give them those call to actions and those nuggets that they can use. Second thing, because I know we're watching time, but the second thing is, You have to also remember while you're doing all these free engagements, while you're perfecting your craft, you are still working behind the scenes to create products which are only going to add value to your speaking engagements. Okay. People want more than a one trick pony okay Mm. I'll tell you that too okay you have to make sure you're creating products you're creating things that you can leave with people that you can direct people towards after the engagement and I'm not talking about selling from the stage constantly saying that I want to give you something for free if it's going to build you up, because, Scott, you know this. Long term, you want people to say, hey, this person cared enough about me. You should check them out. And that creates a referral cycle. It creates opportunities where people truly feel loved by being in your audience. And I'm a big proponent of that. Loving on folks, helping people get to where they need to go because I remember what it was like. Okay. So those are two things, you know, you're grinding in the background, you're doing these free engagements, but you also have a very humble mindset and you understand it's not all about you. Whenever you get up on that stage, it's about your audience. The more value you can provide, then immediately they're going to go, wow, Scott was great. Or Dr. Jason was great or whatever it may be, or whoever it may be. And that's what you want. So, That's why you have to understand this needs to be your purpose, (laughs) because if it's not, pride will kick in, a certain level of arrogance and expectation will kick in. But if you're operating in your purpose, you understand, hey, I got to put in my dues. I'm going to grind behind the scenes and I'm going to add as much value as I can and just wow people.
0: Yeah, one of my mentors, when I first got into the entrepreneurial space, I came from the corporate space for many, many years and then decided to follow my purpose and passion and become a high-performance business coach and obviously a podcaster and also speaker and an author and all those other things. But when I finally jumped into my purpose and doing what I do, the very first thing one of my mentors said to me, and I didn't get it at the time, but I absolutely get it now, is whether you're speaking – whether you're coaching, whatever, whether you're selling widgets, whatever business you decide to follow your purpose behind, he said, embrace the process. Yes. A lot of people see someone like you and they go, man, this guy is doing everything. He's making a boatload of cash from the stage. He's got this incredible presence. He's got this huge company, all these other things. But what they didn't see is, again, the beginning couple of years, the the, the years where, like you said, you, you had to really dig deep within yourself to follow that and continue to follow your passion. And I just say to anybody that's listening in Hacker Nation, just give it time. Be better today than you were yesterday. And you wake up tomorrow, be better today than you were the day before, et cetera, et cetera. And keep building on your craft and get out there. Just yep. go do it. The old, the old Nike phrase is just go do it. Just do it because at the end of the day, you're literally one contact away from an explosion in any business you're, you're in.
1: Yeah, Scott, and that's, man, I absolutely love what you just shared. And, you know, let me press the pause button. People need to understand, there were times when I was homeless, Scott. There were times when I didn't know where my next meal was coming from. And mm-hmm. all those things contribute to the grind today. So for those people that feel like, hey, it's not coming fast enough, or hey, I wish I could be like that guy, hey... I tell people all the time, I do a daily quote and just encouragement for people. You do not want to envy anyone else's story. You don't know what they had to go through in order to get there. And to your point, Scott, it's all about just going to do it and gaining momentum. I mean, your momentum will change things for you because someone somewhere out there needs to hear your story, whether it's Scott's story or my story or someone else that's listening. They need to hear your story and your story is your strength at the end of the day. So to withhold it is really not fair. So as much as you can tell your story, tell it for free at first, but grind in the background and do whatever you need to do to be successful. And you will.
0: How does your newest book, Jason, 52 Ways to Tackle Leadership for Success, address both leader and follower development? Why was that maybe important for you to craft this book?
1: Wow. Well, thank you for that. I, I think one of the things for me, it, you actually talked about at the very top of the show, the whole idea that leaders can be anyone, you know, it, it's not, I didn't write this book for uh, C-suite executives, CEOs, COOs. I wrote it for everybody that aspires to be a leader or if you're in the turmoil of being a leader and that happens quite a bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh I wrote it for everyone in that way. Okay. And At the end of the day, I wanted to make sure that people had nuggets that they could refer to on a weekly basis. It's 52 weeks. That's the way the book is set up, 13 chapters. And essentially, you have a nugget for every week, a a call to action. Uh, that really is going to challenge you and what you're doing as a leader or what you're not doing as a leader. Also encouragement, and motivation, you know, to start out uh, each day. And one of the things I wanted to do was to make sure this did not collect dust on a shelf. I, I wanted people to be able to use it as a resource. I wanted them to be able to maybe before a client meeting to refer some things to them so they wouldn't have to do as much in that client meeting. They could have a robust conversation where people are growing and developing and they have call to actions from that and then also reinforce some of the uh, maybe the coach's recommendations. They can look to the book and go, well, wait a minute, you know, here's some some actionable true stories, you know, that Dr. Jason shared and it allows us to have a better talking point to be able to move forward. And even for those that uh, I do a lot of guest lecturing, I I sit on uh, dissertation committees and things like that. But this resource allows academics to be able to go, hey, here is a real life story where servant leadership or emotional intelligence was utilized in a very effective manner. And we can use this too in some of our relational dealings or whatever it may be on a daily basis. So I wanted a very practical tool and resource that people could use and not just put down on a shelf some.
0: Jason, as you know our Hacker Nation as we alluded to earlier, listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to help them grow themselves and their business. So I'm going to put you on the spot, Mr. Carthon. <laughs> What's two actionable steps our listeners can take like right after the show in order to start developing leadership in themselves? Or with their team. You shared a couple before, but give us maybe one or two that they can literally take away right after the show and start applying in their business or their life.
1: Love that, man. I love being put on the spot. When I I do TED Talks, I do the same thing. But here's the thing. Uh, The very first thing that anyone can do to increase their leadership capacity and grow is to begin journaling. You know, I, I talk about this a lot and it's not an easy thing to do. But here's the thing. When you journal, and this is so important, when you journal, you need to record What's going on in the deepest, darkest recesses of your mind? How your day went? The victories, the challenges, the failures. And then, Scott, when you have journaled this sort of thing for any amount of time, you now have a tapestry. You've been weaving a tapestry where you can look back and immediately see you know what around august i was doing poorly i didn't do the things i needed to do i didn't work out i didn't do all the other stuff that i said i was going to do i didn't hit goals i did not develop in my leadership capacities and what this journaling will do it will inform your future steps when people do not have intentional living It's a scary thing. You basically wake up every morning, your feet hit the floor, and you're automaton. Whatever you did yesterday, there's a greater likelihood you're going to do that. You don't have pointed direction of what you're trying to do. Journaling will allow you to do that and will also create a tapestry of your life that you can look back on, whether it's two years, three years, four years, and have an understanding of how you've grown or what you bumped into what didn't allow you to continue to grow now mm-hmm. i'm gonna give you two more things because i want people to understand this they actually go together you need to develop the discipline of quiet time okay this part is huge i'm a morning person i get up maybe four thirty, five o'clock i work out all those things but before i do any of that i make sure that i'm intentional with my quiet time now for other people this may look different, but for me, my faith plays a huge part in that. So I do my devotional in the morning. I get my mind right. I pray. I think through things. And then I get to the gym. And it's beast mode for two hours doing whatever I need to do. <laughs> and that is the second component, your physical fitness You know, Success Hacker Nation, your physical fitness, man, you cannot think properly. You cannot have longevity. You cannot do the things you need to do if you're not working out, if you're not doing the things that really release endorphins and allow your creative juices to get going. So journaling, making sure you have your quiet time, and then fitness. Do not sacrifice any of those three. And immediately after our time today, you can
0: do some amazing things. Boom, Hacker Nation. Man, three success hacks. Journaling, disciplining of your quiet time, and of course, physical activity. And to Jason's point, I try as hard as I can, although I fall off the wagon a few times to do all those things and it's amazing because when I do all those things and I'm disciplined and I'm intentional, it's amazing how my business and my life just works. When I don't, for whatever reason, let's call it laziness, let's call it what it really is, okay? Let's be real for a second. Well, then the reality of it is, is my business and my life doesn't really progress and it's not intentional and it's amazing how all of that fits together. So, Those are some really incredible success hacks. So Hacker Nation, I hope you're taking notes. Those are three huge success hacks that you can start applying like immediately in your business. Jason, we are now going to enter what we call the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Oh, love it. Okay. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So Jason Carthen, are you ready for the randomness round? Let's do it, man. Best advice you've ever received.
1: I love on people, encourage them, you know, really from a a servant leader's heart. That was hard for me in my youth, but yeah, that was the best advice I ever received.
0: You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about life and business, give your 25-year-old self?
1: oh my goodness man i would say slow down brother (laughs) i would tell myself hey you need to be a little bit more diligent with loving family also growing in your craft and doing the due diligence
0: what's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind pray what's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success
1: Dogged discipline. Uh it's that discipline. You know, I, I understand that our time here, Scott, is limited and and one day I'm gonna close my eyes for the last time and I and I want to hear well done, good and faithful servant, and know that, you know, I've lived life to the fullest.
0: What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you?
1: Hey, I played tennis in high school <laughs> and went to the city championships. And people laugh about that because I'm so big, I guess. But, you know, it's a hidden talent. I love to do it. And uh, I wish I could get back to it. I don't have as much
0: time these days. What's one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business, Jason?
1: Uh, well, it's one that um I've started to read by Tony Robbins. And, you know, this whole money master in the game, I mean, that brother is – uh He's deep. Maybe we need to have him on your show because he's just, he thinks through things in a different way. And, and obviously, I mean, he, he's had years to do it and it just seems like a real good guy. And yeah, so that's one. Tony Robbins, you need to get on Scott Hansen's show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Tony Robbins. Jason Carthen is actually recruiting you to be on my show.
1: That's right.
0: If you can recommend one social media tool or a service to Hacker Nation, what might that be?
1: social quant.
0: Jason, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. Okay. (laughs) This has been incredible. Thank you so much, Jason, for your time and sharing these incredible success hacks and strategies with our Hacker Nation community. Where can our listeners find out more about your business or your books or anything else that you want to plug right now?
1: Oh, Scott, well, thank you for that. And it's been good to be on here with you. Hey, I would love for people to follow me on Twitter, uh, Jason Carthen, and then also Facebook, Jason Carthen Enterprises. And if they want to purchase my book, it's actually launching this month. Uh, you can actually go for pre-order right now. It's going to be on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the different places. But if you go to jasoncarthan.com and navigate to the blog area or my speaking page, you'll see that pre-order information right over on the left widget side there. And I'd love to get this in your hands. We're going to have a lot of bonuses. I'm going to have some free training that will go along with the book launch. And hey, at the end of the day, it's not about how many books I sell. At the end of the day, it's about adding value and making sure we begin a movement, a leadership movement to love on people, encourage people, and get the most from their followers.
0: Fantastic. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net. For this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Jason, along with some other really cool new resources we have on the site. Also, when you're on the site, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you get all the latest and greatest newest episodes. Remember, for all the listeners here on Success Hackers, Audible is giving away a free audiobook download with your 30-day free trial. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash successhackers. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So hurry up, grab your 30-day free membership by going to audibletrial.com forward slash successhackers. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.